Well, hello, this is your host, Ron King, and you're listening to The Ron King Show on RKP Radio. On our shows, you'll get to hear gospel and contemporary Christian music and some interviews of Christian singers and bands from the local tri-state area of western Pennsylvania, northern West Virginia, and eastern Ohio. So keep listening for all of that and more. We'll return right after this message. Here is a seed of hope, encouragement, and inspiration from the sower, Michael Guido. But for a button, the world would never have thrilled to the music of the Messiah. Oh, it was just an ornament, but it saved the life of George Handel when he was struck by a sword. Luck, you say? Oh no, the Lord. Nothing comes to a Christian by chance, only by Christ. There are no accidents in our lives. Everything comes by appointment, by God's appointment. We know, says the Bible, that all things work together for good to them that love God. Not all things are good in themselves, but God makes all things work together for your good and my good. Sign up to get our free daily devotional, Seeds of Hope, on our website at guidoministries.org or write us at P.O. Box 508, Metter, Georgia, 30439. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of The Ron King Show. I'm your host, Ron King of RKPRadio.com, and we are privileged to have as our guest today a member of the West Virginia Gospel Quartet and pastor of Trinity Bible Fellowship in Washington, Pennsylvania, Pastor Michael Roach. Michael, welcome to the program. Ron, it's a great pleasure to be with you today. I'm going to enjoy this tremendously. You said it exactly the way I paid you to say it. You're going to be a good guest. There we go. (laughs) Michael, later on in the program, we are going to try and get an answer from you on the burning question. Is the West Virginia Gospel Quartet really from West Virginia? Ah, that is a burning question. I have a really good answer to that, but we'll save that for a little bit later. Okay, Michael, I know you're a native of Washington, PA. I've known you for a long time. Did you or your family attend any particular church in Washington when you were growing up here? We did, Ron. We were members of uh, Calvary Temple, a longtime church in the city, pastors Michael Sitko and Herbert Sweat, and grew up in that church. Yes, yes. Uh, I won't go into the details, but as you know, I was a guest at that church one time, and it was an interesting visit. (laughs) I bet it was an experience for you. (laughs) What kind of church was Calvary Temple, Michael? It basically was an independent full gospel church, but they were really uh, on the cutting edge of most of the things that happen now in the the gifts of the Spirit. Mm Mm-hmm. Michael, how old were you when you made a, a commitment to the Lord? I was probably 11 or 12 years old, attending a very, very nice youth program there, and we had great leaders that always wanted to make sure children, young teenagers knew who Christ was. Okay, so you uh, made a commitment to to the Lord at a very early uh, age then. I did, I did. Michael, I understand your mom really liked gospel music. I knew her. Her name was Geneva. She was a wonderful lady. Well, she liked gospel music. She played the guitar. Was she a big influence introducing you to gospel music? My mom was a tremendous influence in every way, gospel music, uh, spiritual life, uh, everything, because she believed in it, and she was totally into it with her whole heart. Yeah. As you well know, your mom— 
I knew her before I knew you. She used to drag me around to uh, TV stations, radio stations, uh, churches, and she really loved my testimony, and she wanted everybody to hear it. And I used to tell her and her husband, we fondly called him uh, Wilkie, I said, you mm-hmm. guys are my booking agents, man. I, I says, I hope you don't want 20%. <laughs> she used to laugh about the, uh, that, too. Uh, I, yeah, your mom had this little band called Good News. Did you ever play in that band? I did. I did. I grew up playing drums, and uh, when the group was formed, they asked me to be a part of it, even though I was very young, maybe 12 years old. But uh, I had enough uh, ability at that time to do it, so I wouldn't say I was the greatest in the world, but I certainly could keep a beat. Hey, uh, being in a band at uh, 12 years old, I I suppose those were heady times for a young man, huh? They were. It affects everything about you. You know, you go to school and your friends ask about it. You you play sports (laughs) and they talk about it. And Uh sometimes you don't know what to say. (laughs) You were the Ringo star of the area, man. (laughs) Uh, Michael, did any famous gospel groups at the time ever uh, travel through Washington and stop off at the Calvary Temple, your church? Oh, my. Our pastor knew many of them. The Happy Goodman family, uh, Buck and Dottie Rambo, Big John Hall, uh, the Spears. I mean, I could go on and on. Wow, really? You got you got to see all those guys? I really did. It was it was tremendous influence over me growing up. So I bet you any money you're you're a little drummer there, twelve years old, and you're hearing all these groups and the whole bit. Now, did they have drummers that uh, came in uh, with their bands? They did. They they pulled in these huge buses and they unloaded all their equipment. And it <laughs> that was, was, it was the thing, wasn't it? It was highly impressive. <laughs> the, the, they owned their own Greyhound. They did. <laughs> <laughs> did you sit there in the pew and think, man, I would like to play drums with that uh, band? Did you, did you think that this? I really did. Right. Right on the very front row, watching oh. everything that was going on. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Yeah. Did uh, Did you ever get to actually play uh, with any of the bands that came through? Well, here's an interesting story. Uh, one year, the Goodman family came, and their drummer had been in an accident and broke his arm. They had heard me playing with the worship service and asked uh, if I could fill in for a couple of weeks while they were traveling, filling in a few more concerts. And you know what? They gave me the privilege of doing that with them, and I I will never forget Howard and Vestal Goodman. So you played drums in the Happy Goodman family uh, for a short period of time. I can I can name it in hours, but it was a privilege. <laughs> <laughs> you truly were famous for 15 minutes. I had my 15 minutes of fame, and I wasn't even 16 yet. <laughs> <laughs> that is so much fun. Michael, when did you start uh, developing uh, an interest in singing? I mean, up, up to this point, you're just playing drums, pots, and pans. What about the singing? You know, all my life I'd been involved in the instrumentation of bands and never did vocal work. And uh, when I met my wife, uh, her family is a singing family, and that's where it all began. Mm-hmm. Did you do any singing in high school, the chorus or anything like that? No, not really. I, uh, I was involved in sports, but I uh, was allowed to play in the concert band. At that time, you couldn't do both, and so mm-hmm. uh, I had the privilege of doing that. Yeah, back when I played football, too, I wanted to be in the band, but you couldn't do both. There was a, they, there was a prohibition against that. Mm-hmm. But now it's so much fun. You'll see the big, large tackle at halftime. He's in his football suit, and he uh-huh. has that tuba, and he's in the marching band out on the field. 
I don't know how the coach feels about that, especially if he wants to uh, yell <laughs> at the left tackle who's out there playing tuba. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You, you know it. I, I don't think it goes over easy. <laughs> You went to good old Washington High School, the same school that uh, I attended. So after yes. you graduated from good old Washington High School. Yeah, you have to say it right. You've got to say it right. I mean, no, no Washington. That's it's right. it's wa- definitely Washington if you're from the local environs here. Mm-hmm. What did you do with your life after you took off from uh, high school? Well, I'd been involved in church, and we were doing uh, youth rallies and going to various places. And it was during that time that I uh, met my wife-to-be. Okay. And uh, I understand that uh, she happened to be from Canada, right? Yes, that's right. She lived uh, just just 30 minutes north of the border. Okay. Your wife-to-be, so I assume then that uh, you married the woman. Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> and uh, did you guys like move to Canada, or did you stay in Washington? No. At that time, uh, we moved up into her neighborhood and her area, and uh, her father's church was uh, a larger church, and so we started doing stuff with the family at the church. Okay. And what area was the church? The church was in St. Catharines. It's about uh, 30 miles from Niagara Falls. Hey, everybody knows where Niagara Falls uh, mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Happened to be there myself with my wife uh, this past uh, Thanksgiving, and it was freezing, but it was beautiful. <laughs> I mean, the, even the fog was frozen. Every, everything <laughs> <It's> frozen. <laughs> Could you touch a little bit, uh, Michael, on your education while you were in Canada? Yes, I did a lot of uh, education by extension, but I d- did attend uh, um, uh, Christian View Bible College, which was in London, Ontario. Uh, my brother-in-law happened to be the uh, general superintendent of a major denomination, and they ran the college out of there, so I gained a lot of credits through that college. Okay, and what kind of work did you do while you were in Canada, Michael? Oh, my. When I first moved there, I worked for a company that supplied parts to General Motors for a couple of years, and then following that, I was able to, old enough and able to become uh, part of the police uh, force up there. <laughs> so you're into ministry, and uh, <clears throat> I assume maybe some singing too, and yes. then and then you're a policeman besides, huh? I yeah. did a lot of bivocational work. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to mess with me if you don't like my music. <laughs> How long did you stay in Canada, Michael? Uh, my wife and I lived there 24 years. Okay. What was it then? You're sitting here in Washington, PA. What was it then after many years that brought you back to Washington, Pennsylvania? Well, my mother and father had been attending a local church here for many years. I'd come back and forth and preached at various times. The pastor had become ill and had always invited me down to, uh, he, he, he wanted an assistant, but I was busy doing what I did up there. Mm-hmm. And then my mom's own health started to deteriorate, so the, the Lord just put it on my heart, it may be time to go home. Okay, and so after a lot of soul-searching and maybe more than a few of the Lord's circumstances, you came home and eventually became pastor of Trinity Bible Fellowship. Did Trinity have a lot of pastors uh, before you showed up, Michael? No, the founding pastor, Pastor John Rathbone, had been there for over 24 years himself prior to becoming ill. So he was the founder, and I'm only the second pastor that's ever had the privilege of ministering to that congregation. And when was that fellowship formed? 1978, the day, the, the year I left to go to Canada. Wow, that is really uh, something. I know there are probably many churches that uh, get a uh, 
pastor, a new pastor every half hour. <laughs> oh, my, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it must be fun at the church meetings uh, trying to find, uh, find the next guy, huh? Yeah, trying to find the next one. It, it's, always, uh, it's always an interesting evening. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, as pastor, uh, do, you, do you sing or lead worship at your church? I do. Uh, we have had others that have led worship and very good musicians and did it. But recently I've been doing a lot of worship leading myself, trying to bring the church into that atmosphere of uh, more praise, more worship, get them more used to it, because our church is very, very diverse backgrounds. Yes, I went to your church recently um, to listen to the West Virginia Gospel Quartet, mm-hmm. and uh, you have a diverse group, but they are fun. Oh, they're a fun group. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> so what were the circumstances then, Michael, that led you to being asked to join the West Virginia Gospel Quartet? Well, the bass singer who also manages our group, his name is Sam Zikafus. Um, Say that I, again. Uh, you like that name. That's a fun name, isn't it? <laughs> Sam Zikafus. <laughs> Sounds like a, 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 he could be a friend of Wiley Coyote. That's a, that's a name you have to say with energy, you yeah. know? <laughs> right, right. He asked me to, uh, to fill in for them because they had lost their baritone singer over an illness, and they had uh, concerts planned between uh, the fall and Christmas. So he said, how about filling in for us? And I said, I can certainly do that. Okay. Had you ever sung, well, you, you sing baritone in the group, right? I sing baritone, but that's not my forte. I, I, I'm <laughs> generally a lead singer, and I can even hit the tenor if I need to. Okay. What type of gospel mu- music do you guys uh, sing, Michael? We, we, we like to use that word Southern Gospel. I know everyone doesn't understand that, but it's a, it's a gospel music that's family-oriented, ministers to the heart. It's that if you, if you watch anything on TV with the Gaithers and all the, the uh, mm-hmm. bigger groups out there that are well-named, that's the style we love. Okay. I do know one thing about Southern Gospel music, and you even explained it at the last concert your group did. It's that music that towards the end, the tenor really sings. My might even sound like a lady, and the bass guy is down into the basement, drops his voice two octaves lower than what it has yes, been, which was yes. really low, and you end up with that big dynamic note or notes at the end, that crescendo. That's that's Southern gospel. That music. is Southern gospel. We love a big ending. I mean, you can you can start well, and you can sing the song pretty well. You might even hit a few sharps or flats, but I tell you, if you end well, nobody remembers. All is forgiven. <laughs> it's like good coffee at the yeah. end of the the meal, the yeah. fact that the <laughs> pasta was really stinky and, yeah. the, and, and, and the meatballs were gummy. But if, if that coffee is exquisite, oh, all is forgiven, right? That's right. And now, Michael, the burning question, is the West Virginia Gospel Quartet really from West Virginia? Ah, uh, well, the answer is yes and no. Many, Uh-oh. Many, Uh-oh. many of the group members are, and all of us have ties to West Virginia, but two of us still live in Pennsylvania. Okay, well, what what are the names of the guys? We mentioned uh, Sam, and he's the bass, right? And uh, you're uh, uh, Michael Roach, and you sing baritone, so the other two guys. The other two are Stan Herod, Stanley Herod. He is our lead singer, and Stanley's a good singer. He can sing lead, baritone, or tenor. He's very, very diverse. Wow. And then we have Kevin Tenney, who is a very new addition to the group, very good high tenor. Okay, so as it turns out then, the West Virginia Gospel Quartet, you got two guys in Pennsylvania, 
And you got two guys in West Virginia. Yes, that's it. You know, if you could get one more guy from West Virginia to move up here to Washington, PA, then maybe you could call it the the Pennsylvania Gospel Quartet. What do you think? We'd we'd vote on it, but it'd be it'd be a hard vote. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the guy who owns the group Mm -hmm. is from West Virginia, and I don't think he's going to be having any part of that nonsense anytime soon. Do you? I would agree. I would agree. He loves West Virginia. He is. He is totally totally West. Virginia. Okay. Michael, I know the quartet has recorded some uh, CDs before. Are you guys planning on doing any more recording in the future? We are. We are hoping to have a brand new recording produced this fall. Uh, it's been a couple years since we've done one, but uh, we, we have uh, some of our music that you have today, and uh, I, hope, uh, I hope people enjoy what they hear, and, and I hope they pray that uh, this comes through. Okay. Uh, now would be a good time then, since we're talking about recordings, uh, to play one of the quartet songs for our listeners out there, folks. So here is the West Virginia Gospel Quartet singing Open Those Pearly Gates. streets of gold to my brand new home. Gather the angels round, we'll sing a brand new song. We're gonna have a time up there, won't you come along? Well, I've been looking for the day when Jesus shall appear. I'm so tired of living here with trouble, doubt, and fear. Well, he is coming back for me and won't be very long. When Gabriel sounds his trumpet loud, we'll all be gathered home. Those pearly gates, I'm coming home. Walk down the streets of gold to my brand new home. Gather the angels round, we'll sing a brand new song. We're gonna have a time up there, won't you come along? Now can't you see the lights of home in the eastern sky? It's our blessed Savior, we'll see him by and by. So get on board and ride with us to that land above. For all is joy and peace forever in God's love. Well, open those pearly gates, I'm coming home. Walk down the streets of gold to my brand new home. Gather the angels round, we'll sing a brand new song. We're gonna have a time up there, won't you come along? Well, open those pearly gates, I'm coming home. Walk down the streets of gold to my brand new home. Gather the angels round, we'll sing a brand new song. We're gonna have a time up there, won't you come along? We're gonna have a time up there, won't you come along? Okay, we are back. I'm your host, Ron King, talking to the baritone singer of the West Virginia Gospel Quartet, Michael Roach. Michael, what do you think the future of gospel music is uh, in our local tri-state area of Ohio, West Virginia, and Pennsylvania? 
Well, you know, the sad thing, Ron, is that a lot of uh, gospel music radio stations aren't doing it anymore. They've gone to uh, contemporary, they've gone to worship-style music, and people love that. But I'll tell you the truth, I think I think there's room for it. I think we can grow back into it because there is still a core group of people out there that once they hear it, they remember, it brings them back home. Mm-hmm. They love Southern gospel music. I know in Pennsylvania there are pockets, not many of them, out around uh, Lebanon, Pennsylvania, Amish country. Mm -hmm. uh, Southern gospel music seems to go really well out there. Very large. Now, Ohio, that place is just filled with uh, gospel groups and uh, gospel uh, uh, performances and concerts and what Mm -hmm. have you, uh, Mm -hmm. camp meetings, uh, everything. And down in West Virginia, it seems about the time you get to Parkersburg, uh, people start getting in enthusiastic but in the pittsburgh area where you and i are uh it's uh uh, do yankees listen to southern gospel music we've we've become (laughs) urbanized haven't we (laughs) i like that word urbanized that's uh we can put that on the milk instead of pasteurized there you go (laughs) (laughs) michael if our listeners would like to get more information about the quartet or book you guys do you have a website our listeners could visit we do they can visit wvgospelquartet.com and all of our music samples are there and how to get in touch with us is uh, easily on that website say that one more time for broadcasting sake wvgospelquartet.com Okay, and all your information is there. It's all there. And if they wanted to book you, they could find like an email address or fill out a little form or something. And, they can. And uh, you guys would uh, immediately show up in their backyard the next day, right? We would. We'll park our bus there. <laughs> oh, we don't have a bus. Oh, right. I was going to say, wait a minute. I didn't see a bus down there. I saw four beat-up old cars, but I did not see four, four beat-up old cars and a sorry trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, do you have any other contact info you would like to share with our listeners. I would. Uh, if you're in the Washington, PA area and would like to visit Trinity Bible Fellowship, you can get information at tbfchurch.com. Once again? tbfchurch.com. I like the sound of that, too. Well, Michael, I see our time is just about up for this edition of the Ron King Show. Thank you so much for coming down to the studio and being our guest today. Oh, Ron, it was, it was my pleasure. I really appreciate what you're doing and the, and the people you're reaching, and I hope people realize this is a worldwide broadcast. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and so then, on behalf of Michael Roach of the West Virginia Gospel Quartet, this is Ron King of RKPRadio.com saying so long till we catch you next time on the Ron King Show. You've been listening to The Ron King Show on RKP Radio. If you'd like to contact us for any reason, you may do so by calling 724-225-2030. That's 724-225-2030. Or by emailing us at ronking3 at verizon.net. That's Ron King, then the number 3, at verizon.net. Until next time, then, this is your host, Ron King, saying keep a song and Jesus in your heart. So long.